Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 38 of the story behind the tunes. My name is Calvin Volrath, a fiddle player from St. Paul, Alberta, Canada. Hey, and I got stories to tell about my tunes. Got a whole bunch of them. We're not out performing anymore because of the pandemic. And so this is my vehicle to entertain. Right now you're listening to the first tune I ever composed. This is called The Nakaman Reel. The Nakaman Reel, that's going back a long, a long time. Uh, hey, and uh, today, if you're listening to this, is the day it was published, October 31st, Halloween Day. Kind of a scary day for the kids. Well, today's theme is uh, about being scared. This, uh, I'm featuring the tunes from my first two recordings that came out oh 1982 and 1983 first time to sit in a recording studio and uh, and record tunes and on each album of those two albums i had a mix of original and old uh, popular traditional tunes hey it was scary scary times gonna try to throw in one traditional as well You'll hear the quality. It's kind of an old-sounding uh, uh, technology, but uh, it's pretty, pretty special stuff. You can all be scared with me today here on Halloween as uh, trying to imagine how I felt back uh, in the beginning. This is how I got my start. You know, I grew up in Edmonton. This is where I learned how to play the fiddle from my dad. And uh, so when I composed this tune, I named it after a lake, Nakaman Lake. And you know, I don't even think I was ever at Nakaman Lake. I have no idea why I called it Nakaman Lake uh, or Nakaman Reel. Uh, but I remember always seeing the sign for Nakaman Lake on our way up to the farm up at uh, Vega, Alberta. And so I named the tune Nakaman Reel. Um, when I first wrote this tune, uh, uh, and I, I didn't know I could write tunes, I just had this melody going on in my head. I was a youngster. I was, oh, I was in my, I was teenager, I guess. Um, and we were eating Chinese food. 
I love Chinese food. And so my original title for this tune was The Egg Roll Reel. Uh, but then I've, I'd never heard of a title like that before, so I went, oh, no, I better not call it that. And I ended up calling it The Nakaman Reel. The first album that I ever released was called The Real Thing, R-E-E-L. Calvin Volrath plays Old Time Fiddle. And that tune right there was uh, the opening cut on that album. Now, let me tell you who played on this album. Uh, well, I was playing the fiddle and guitar, it says. Aaron Pasika was playing bass. Mike Elliott from Nova Scotia was playing the piano. And Dwayne Pasika was playing the drums. So uh, any tune that I play from that album today, those are the musicians. I won't even mention that after every after every cut now, because uh, hey, I remember us just kind of sitting in a circle in the in the recording studio in Edmonton, Joe Kozak Studio called Project Seventy downtown Edmonton. We sat in a circle and uh, I'd play the tune for the boys, and uh, they'd learn it, and away we'd go. We'd play her live off the floor. I can remember being so scared to go into the studio, but I also had an excitement, and it really didn't take very long at all uh, that the 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 scare the 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 fear was gone because I really really enjoyed being in the studio and playing with the boys, and it inspired me to keep on going. And well, now today I've got seventy two albums. My first two albums were uh, recorded by uh, a, a record company. The and the owner of that company, his name is. Ken Hakaluk, and he, he recorded lots of ethnic albums with the Ukrainian bands in Edmonton, and he wanted to put a concept uh, of, uh, album together uh, with a bunch of the Ukrainian musicians, I believe, but playing different things, what wasn't necessarily all um, Ukrainian music, and I got the call because of Joe Kozak, who, who uh, had the studio, uh, I had uh, known Joe, um, and so so he mentioned my name. So I went into the studio, played with all these musicians that I didn't know. And I remember we played Helena Polka and we played uh, Sentimental Journey and a whole bunch of things like that. And Ken Huckaluck, uh became a big fan of mine that day. I remember at the end of the at the end of the day, he changed his thought about doing this album with all these other fellas. And he said, we need to make you a fiddle album. He's an old time fiddle album. And, and so he created a new label, called it New creative records and um he, he said uh, if you want he said i'll produce the album and he'd fund it and so anyways that was my first two albums now i don't think ken was a musician per se but he did have melodies rolling around in his head and he was always whistling and uh, he said uh, he said i got a couple of waltzes that i got uh, in going on in my head here and he whistled them to me uh, only the first part of each one and uh, he said maybe you can see if you can write a second part which i did and so we're going to feature one of those waltzes here right now uh this is called echo valley waltz
that there is the Echo Valley Waltz composed by uh, Ken Huckaluck and myself. Ken had the first part. I came up with the second part. And if I remember correctly, uh, Ken, he wanted to name this Echo Valley Waltz. I believe Echo Valley uh, is in Saskatchewan, somewhere in the Capel Valley area. Um, he that meant that area meant something to him. This is a long time ago. So, uh, but I think that's was uh, why he called that Echo Valley Waltz. That was recorded on my second album, and the second album was called The Red River Jig and Other Old Time Fiddle Favorites. Now playing on this album, well, I'm playing the fiddle, and it says Mike Elliott is playing piano and bass. His brother, uh, Bill Elliott, is playing the guitar. Mike and Bill, they come from Economy, Nova Scotia. And it also says Dwayne Pasika and Joe Karuk are playing the drums. So I can't remember what tunes Joe played on and what tune Dwayne uh, played on. But you hear drums, and it's one of those fellas, and both of those fellas are from the Edmonton, Alberta area. So anytime you hear a tune now from this Red River Jig album, those are the musicians. Now, these two albums, they are not available to purchase anymore in the physical uh, state, but you can get them on uh, my website. And what I've done, I've put the two of them together uh, as a digital download, and I call it the Early Years Volume 1. And then there's another one, Volume 2. I'll do a show on that one at a later date. Um, So uh, you can check that out, calvinvolrath.com, under the MP3 tab, and look for the Early Years, Volume 1. I want to thank Ken Huckaluck for giving me my start in uh, in in this recording game. And uh, hey, I was just a youngster. I was I think this the year was nineteen. Uh, we started recording the album in like December of nineteen eighty. I think it was about that. And then we recorded into nineteen eighty one. And then the album was released in January eighty two. And that was my first album. That gave me the excitement. And so thanks so much, Ken for uh, uh, believing in a young fiddle player. We're now going to jump to a reel uh, that I wrote way back in the day, a real good old-time sounding tune. And this tune really became popular in Ontario with the step dancers. I know whenever you're at a fiddle contest out there, and and they would always have a fiddle contest, and then there'd be a step dance contest uh, following that. And uh, I remember Robbie Dagenet up on stage playing this tune 50 times a night for the step dancers. This is called The Great Canadian Reel.
the great Canadian reel. Nice to hear that tune again. Uh, hey, we got to get the fiddle players playing that one. We haven't heard it in a while. Mind you, we haven't heard anything uh, so much in the last couple of years since the pandemic hit. Mm. Mm. Hey, I want to let you know about Camp Kelvin, which is coming up January 15th to 18th, 2022 on the Zoom video platform. We're doing it online, and this is the fourth time we're doing it online since the pandemic hit. And you know what? It has just been absolutely amazing. It's great for the students. Hey, you can be anywhere in the world, uh, and sitting in the comfort of your own home, uh, your igloo, your motorhome, your boat, the beach, wherever you're at, as long as you got an internet connection, you can uh, be a part of Camp Calvin. You'll also get access to the videos for a full year after camp is over. We teach fiddle, guitar, and piano. The fiddle teachers for this camp, myself, I'm going to be teaching fiddle. Uh, uh, Daniel Gervais, a two-time Canadian Grandmaster Fiddle Champion from Edmonton, he's going to be teaching fiddle. Brian Hebert from Pembroke, Ontario, a Canadian treasure, composer of great tunes and an educator all his life. He's back at Camp Calvin once again teaching the fiddle. And we also have April Virch, originally from Ontario, now living in the United States. The dear April Virch, she's so good and a great teacher. So thrilled to have her back once again. We also have Kimberly Holmes is going to be teaching the piano at Camp Calvin. She's been a, a, a mainstay at Camp Calvin for years. We also have her husband, Skip Holmes, going to be teaching the guitar this year. This is the first time we're going to have Skip there, but he's a great player and a great educator. You're going to go to campcalvin.ca. Registration opens up on November 1, 2021. It's going to be absolutely affordable for everybody. This is geared to your everyday average fiddler. It's not geared to the advanced fiddler. Hey, even though advanced fiddlers can join in if they like. When you pay your registration fee, you can take all the fiddle classes, all the guitar classes, all the piano classes, the jam session, absolutely everything. You can get them all. See you there, Camp Calvin, January 15th to 18th, 2022. CampCalvin.ca May 6, 1981 was a very special day in my life. I became a daddy. And uh, to Tanya Dawn, shortly thereafter, I wrote her a waltz. It was released on my first album, The Real Thing. This is called Tanya Dawn Waltz.
Hey, one for my first baby there, Tanya Dawn. That waltz there got to be so popular. Fiddlers all across the country played that tune. We heard that in the fiddle contest for a long, long, long time. Still hear it in contest today. Tanya Dawn Waltz. Well, I can tell you that I wouldn't be a musician or a fiddle player if it wasn't for my mom and dad. Hey, dad was a fiddle player, a left-handed fiddle player, and uh, mom loved the music, and uh, they supported me all the time. Well, I was writing tunes. I didn't know that I could write tunes, but I was writing tunes back then, and so I named a reel after them. Their names were Art, Arthur and Margaret. This is called Art and Marg's Reel. That's become another popular tune. It's almost a, a standard tune. I, I I hear people playing this, and I tell somebody sitting beside me, hey, that's one of my early tunes. They went, you wrote that? They've heard that for so long, they didn't think that I could have actually wrote that. But yeah, I wrote that a long time ago, thanks to my mom and dad for supporting me and uh, being a good mom and dad, and they, they wanted me to be a fiddle player, I guess. And, well, they wanted me to be whatever I wanted to be, and they just supported it. This is on the album Red River Jig and Other Old-Time Fiddle Favorites. But you can't find that anymore. It's uh, The Early Years, Volume 2, as an MP3 digital download at calvinvolrath.com. 
We're going back to the Real Thing album and going to do a waltz that Ken Huckaluck and I wrote together. And this is uh, uh, one that uh, he named Grandma's Waltz. pretty special for me to hear these uh, old original recordings. I've re-recorded most of uh, these waltzes on newer albums over the years, uh, so I don't get a chance to hear these old things. It's pretty special. I, I can just it takes me back to sitting in the studio back in uh, 1980, 1981, 1982, sitting there playing with the boys. Big, big, big fun. This tune was composed for all the grandmas out there. Every last one of you. When the pandemic hit back in March of 2020, 
Us musicians, we ran into a brick wall. What are we going to do? Well, many of us have found a new way to uh, try to stay afloat and uh, make a living. And I kind of got into doing some video editing and doing the online workshops, the online camp. And I thought about doing a podcast, uh, just telling the story of my tunes. When I was out performing, I was always playing my tunes and telling the stories, and people love the stories. So I started the podcast, The Story Behind the Tunes, in hopes that people will enjoy the show, direct them to my website, calvinvolrath.com, to hopefully purchase a CD or an MP3 digital download. I've got all my albums are, are on uh, my website. You can download them immediately. And it's similar to iTunes, but better than iTunes, because at iTunes, you get the audio. You don't get any credits or anything like that. On my website, you get the cover, you get all the credits, who played on, all the stories of the tunes. I always type in there why the tune is called what it is. CalvinVolrath.com is where you go. I also have all the sheet music. I've got it in, and you can download it as a, as a, as a book or individual sheets. And everything's listed in alphabetical order. I have video lessons on Camp Calvin. And so if you're enjoying the podcast and enjoying what I'm doing and you believe in uh, music and musicians, you'd be doing me a great favor if you would go to my website and purchase a CD. We got lots of CDs we can mail everywhere in the world or you can download anything immediately. CalvinVolrath.com June 8th, 1982 was another very, very special day. A scary day, I might add, because I became the dad of triplets. Yes, triplets. Jessica, Jocelyn, and Jacqueline three girls. Jocelyn passed away six days after birth. They were all very, very tiny. Jessica was two pounds, five ounces. Uh, Jocelyn was one pound, 14 ounces. And Jacqueline was one pound, five ounces. Well, let me tell you, I wrote them a tune shortly thereafter. This was on my second album, The Red River Jig and other old-time fiddle favorites. This is called Triple J two-step.
Oh, so nice to hear that tune again. Uh, it was a popular tune. Got to play that lots. I still play it in shows today. Get to tell the story of uh, of the girls, and and I'll hope you enjoyed that. The Triple J Two Step. In 1987, I went to a fiddle contest in Carrot River, Saskatchewan. This was a big fiddle contest. We hadn't seen anything like that before. They had Graham Townsend coming as the guest artist. $1,000 for first prize in the championship class. And Anyways, we went. I was a junior. I've told you this story on previous uh, episodes. And uh, the people that were backing up Graham Townsend, was they came from Prince George, British Columbia, Jimmy Dow played the guitar, and Ruth Townsend, no relation to Graham Townsend, she played the bass guitar. Well, I got to be friends with them that weekend, and they said, we have a fiddle contest in Prince George uh, next uh, next uh, month in August, and uh, Graham Townsend's coming there as the guest artist as well, and you should make your way out there. Well, so I thought this would just be great. My dad couldn't get the time off work, but my sister Sharon and her husband Eddie, they were uh, on a holiday in Merrill Lake down in southern BC. They said, look, why don't you take a, a, a bus, come and spend a week with us down there. So I got on a Greyhound bus. I was 17 years old. I went down to Merrill Lake, spent the week, and then uh, they packed up and we drove up to Prince George and uh, I went every year to Prince George to that fiddle contest for many, many, many years. So many dear friends there in Prince George. Well, I had to write them a tune. This is the Prince George jig. Thank you. 
Hey, the Prince George jig. Another tune that was so popular back in the day, you heard all the fiddle players playing that. I can remember hearing Neil Beaton from Cape Britain playing that one many, many years ago. I was so honored and thrilled by that. That was released on the second album, Red River Jig and Other Old-Time Fiddle Favorites. Hey, well, it's time to give a shout-out to my good buddy Mike Gilmore at Collector's Corner Violins. Hey, all your fiddle needs, violin needs, whatever you need, Mike Gilmore is the guy. He's located in Edmonton, Alberta. He has a website, ccviolins.ca. He's got a great selection of uh, fine, fine instruments, student-grade instruments, uh, bows, whatever you need, strings, chin rests, chin pads, shoulder rests, whatever you need. I'll tell you what, he can ship worldwide. He's a great repairman of fiddles as well. He's repaired a number of my fiddles over the years and set up lots of them. He's a great supporter of fiddle music in Canada, the fiddle organizations and the young fiddlers giving everybody a break, whatever he can. Go check him out, ccviolins.ca. Old Michael, he won't do you no wrong. I mentioned that I was going to play a traditional tune as well, and my second album, as you know, was called The Red River Jig and Other Old-Time Fiddle Favorites. Red River Jig is a traditional tune uh, that we believe uh, came from uh, uh, the voyageurs when they traveled west from Quebec. Uh, they they would play a tune called uh, the Grand Simple Jig or the, the Grand Jig Samp, however they say that in French, and uh, we believe this is uh, the Métis people heard that in in the Red River uh, area of um, Manitoba. Uh, they heard this tune, and uh, it's become the Red River Jig. It has become the Métis national anthem. It's a dance where they where they 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 dance a jig to it and. And if you were playing dances in Western Canada way back when, you had to learn the Red River Jig. So uh, so I did, and it's a crooked tune. It's as old as the hills, this tune, and one of my absolute favorites. This is the first time I ever recorded it. I recorded it probably, oh, two or three times over the years. This is my first version of it. And uh, I believe uh, uh, my favorite version back in, when I was a kid was Andy DeJarlis. So it's probably based on the version from Andy DeJarlis. This is it, the Red River Jig.
what a great old tune that is. And still to this day, you know what? I can remember just being a kid learning how to play the fiddle. Uh, and Dad would put on the Andy DeJarlis record. And Dad and myself, my brother Terry, he would have us dancing in a circle, teaching us how to do the jig. And uh, clogging our feet to that. When I, You know, when I learned how to play the fiddle, he taught me how to uh, clog my feet and play fiddle at the same time. Uh, a great, great tune. And it's the Métis National Anthem for sure. You're, if you're playing any kind of a Métis function, you're going to be playing that it just gets their blood boiling and uh hey they say how do you drive a metis person crazy well you strap their feet to the floor and then you get somebody to play the red river jig and they can't move their feet that drives them crazy (laughs) we got time to do one more tune one more story in episode number 38 of the story behind the tunes. At the beginning of this episode, I played Nackham and Reel and said this was the first tune that I ever wrote. But I'm really not exactly sure if that was the first tune I wrote or if this was the first tune I wrote. They might have both been written on the same day. I, I don't remember. I named this one after another lake. I named this one after Wobbaman Lake. Wobbaman is a lake oh, approximately 70 kilometers west of Edmonton. Back in the day, before we were metric, we used to say it was 40 miles west of Edmonton. But I better not say that anymore. It gives away my age. Um, and my sister, Sharon, and her husband, Eddie, this is where they lived. Eddie worked for the power plant up there for uh, Calgary Power. So... Wobbin was a very, very special, special place uh, for our family. I would go up there for summer holidays for a week or two and make lots of good friends. And in 1981, um, uh, we had uh, put together a fiddle organization called the Alberta Old Time Fiddlers Association, and we hosted the very first Grand North American Old Time Fiddle Championships, and it was held right in Wobbin, Alberta. It was there from 1981 to 1985, and then it came back there again a number of years later for, oh, one or two years, and then it started moving around. So I had to write a tune for this special town. This is called The Wobbaman Breakdown.
Yes, siree. That is the original recording of the Wobbleman Breakdown. That became a popular, popular tune. Most all the fiddle players learned that back in the day, and we still hear it to this day, and I play it in lots of my shows. Great to hear the guitar players picking on that tune as well. What great memories of the Wobbleman days. That was released on my first album, The Real Thing. Well, there you have it. Episode number 38 of the story behind the tunes. Hey, kind of uh, the, the theme today was scary because this is published on Halloween 2021. And today's show featured tunes from my first two recordings and how scary, how scared I was sitting in the studio on this new venture. So if you have enjoyed today's episode uh, and all the other episodes, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, please go check them out. The story behind the tunes, you can find them on any uh, any and all of your uh, favorite podcast streams. I'd like to ask you to go to calvinvolrath.com and check out all my products. Hey, the pandemic sit in and we're finding a new way to stay afloat and make a living. And every purchase you can make helps me out. We can mail you CDs. You can download digital uh, MP3s immediately, sheet music, music books, video lessons, calvinvolrath.com. If you're a fiddle player, piano player, guitar player, hey, and we got Camp Calvin coming up January 15th to 18th, 2022. Go to campcalvin.ca. We're doing it on the Zoom video platform. Registration opens up November 1st, 2021. Until next time, everybody, take care, stay safe, and have a good day.